Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 73. You are worthy, but you have to own it, claim it, and lead with it. I want to talk about worthiness. This is a very, very big topic. And I think there are so many different seasons in which everybody can deal with this. Um, Maybe, you know, there's that occasional, exceptional one or two people that don't. Um, You know, uh, obviously, depending on circumstances, background, all these things. And we're going to talk about this. But... You are born worthy. The The fact that you are here and that your soul is wanting to have an experience, you are born worthy. That's a fact. It's a fact supported by my intuition. <laughs> but, but ultimately, you get where I'm going with that, is that if you were born, you are worthy. You are here. You are worthy. Now, cultivating a relationship with the worthiness is part of the responsibility while you're here. And I, I ended up, I was, I was looking up some research online as to why people struggle with worthiness issues. And there's a lot coming at us, right? And I thought, okay, why don't we, why don't we discuss what those things are? Why don't we rip the bandaid off? So if any of you are struggling in a season or for some time or just every now and then questioning your worth or your value or why you should be doing what you're doing or the changes you want to make or anything like that. Let's let's have an open discussion about what what might be bringing that on. And then, of course, let's go into solution mode as well, too. Let's actually try to resolve some of that inner conflict that is getting in the way of um, our limitless potential our unlimited worthiness and value and i know i get i get this there's probably people out there that say well you know greatness isn't anybody but not everybody can be great and all this other stuff and i I, again i disagree but i definitely think the relationship you have with yourself and your ability to sit with yourself and cultivate your worthiness and your value allow the seeds to actually grow into amazing plants, amazing uh, creations in this world. I mean, that is ultimately the responsibility of you in being here. But again, when I, I went and did some background research online as to why people can struggle with worthiness and that, you know, it's, I don't want to make light of it. There were five areas that came up and I thought it'd be great to talk about this. And the first being childhood conditioning. And, and the information I found was many individuals struggle with worthiness and their value due to childhood conditioning. Messages received during childhood, such as criticism, neglect, or constant comparison to others, can deeply impact one's self-perception and create a sense of unworthiness. When we are kids, uh, and I've always felt strongly about this, we are closest to uh, birth and our, our soul's incarnation into this world. So we have this natural ability to feel and know and understand. Now, maybe not communicate that outwardly. 
And at the same time, we have this outside world trying to make sense of um, themselves uh, or their disconnection, their disconnections from themselves and uh, or their conditioning or, uh, you know, however they are leading their lives. And now we're absorbing, we're observing, we're, you know, we're seeing all of this stuff all around us. It could be your home, it could be your school, it could be the people you interact with, it could be the children you're around, it could be the adults you're around, it could be the quote unquote guidance counselors that are telling you you should do this thing and not listen to that. And, you know, um, you know, and it was interesting when I was reading this research about, you know, such as criticism, you know, there's constructive criticism where it's like, hey, listen, let's, let's, I think that when children, we, we have to show more trust in children and talk with them in a way where the way my my parents did a lot of times is they treated me like this individual sovereign being matthew what do you think well what might you want matthew you have to make a decision between this or that what do you which way are you gonna go matthew i can't tell you what to do but here's something to think about so they there was this guidance but there was also this um kind of sovereignty approach of i can't do it for you but i can hopefully provide you with the tools to do so but i get it not everybody came from that now i had my own things uh my own other obstacles that came about that happened we all do and i think that that's something to remember i you know i definitely there were fights that i got into as a kid there were you know or um you know just uh you know losing friends or i also you know a a friend of mine uh uh, lost uh, her life when i was in the eighth grade i mean there's a lot of different things that that we can encounter um when we're our children or you know somebody can make fun of you or uh you lost you know uh so many games and then maybe teammates weren't as as kind to you about it it doesn't matter but what happens is when we're young if we attach ourselves to um the perception of that moment and then use that and grow with it we can deplete our you know sense of worthiness these are experiences. They don't define our worthiness. In fact, one could argue the opposite, that having all these experiences makes us more valuable. We have experience to draw from. But keep in mind that if you look back at your childhood, there might have been some times that created um, any kind of unworthiness in you. It's okay to look at We're going to talk about solutions here in a little bit. It's okay to look at it, but it's but be careful of staying in a trauma loop of like, well, this is what happened and this is why I am the way I am. No, this is what happened. Thank God you understand what would you like to see differently for you? How can you show yourself compassion? And I'll get to that in a little bit. The second thing that can cause unworthiness, unrealistic standards. Modern society often perpetuates unrealistic standards of success, beauty, and achievement. I have talked about this countless times. Constant exposure to these standards through social media, advertising, and cultural expectations can lead individuals to feel inadequate and question their own worth. If you are judging yourself according to external metrics and everybody else's expectations of yourself, you are disconnected from yourself, your automatic value and worth, and cultivating and sharing and growing and thriving in your own internal world that has already all the gifts it needs and needs your attention and focus. 
That is where you need to focus. That is, you are the greatest asset. You are the greatest person you will put time, energy, and discipline into. How can we lean on external metrics when they are constant? It's like the goalpost is always moving. They're always changing. Their own expectations of themselves are always uh, changing. If everybody's comparing to each other externally, that's always changing. It's, it's, it's all very emotional. You have to set your own standards internally. You have to define your own success. And if you go back two episodes ago where I talk about success is liking yourself, liking what you do and liking how you do it, you'll get there much faster. You can also click the link in my story, or not my story, is what I'm saying, in my, um, in uh, the show notes for the Clarity Workshop. That will definitely help you rein in your own path. All right, the third thing, past traumatic experiences. Traumatic experiences such as abuse, abandonment, or failure can profoundly impact one's sense of self-worth. These experiences can create feelings of shame, guilt, or unworthiness, making it challenging for individuals to recognize and embrace their own value. This can happen. Loved ones can leave you. Families. You can experience any number of ways loss can happen or abandonment or abuse or things not going your way. Everybody can go through it. Everybody in probably some way does go through it just in a different capacity. What's important to recognize is it was never... I like to look at things like that as it was never meant for you to form an identity around. It was meant for you to even go further into a deepening relationship with yourself. So if abandonment happens, how do you feel secure and not as lonely in your own being? If failure happens, how do you look at it as a signal on what to change and do next versus um, you're not good enough? You, you need information to always be honing your craft in your life. So I don't even like to use the word failure, as you guys know. You know, abuse never belonged to you. Somebody else doing something to you was a projection of their own inner world that is very conflicted it never belonged to you in fact the reason you don't like it is because you feel it at a soul level that that's not who you are so you're not here to take on other people's behavior you're here to be reminded more of what you are when you especially when you are connected to your heart you are valuable you are worthy you are smart you are capable you are limitless and i'm not trying to sound like some like list of affirmations we came in here in light therefore we are light even when things feel dark we need our light to keep going dark is only a contrast to hone and rein in more light. The fourth thing I found <clears throat> when doing research was comparison and social comparison theory. <clears throat> Excuse me. People often compare themselves to others, especially in the age of social media, where carefully curated images of success and happiness are readily available. Constant comparison to others can diminish one's self-esteem and create a belief that they are not as worthy or valuable as those around them. Everybody goes through this. I think everybody goes through this. 
um, I don't compare anymore. It's funny. I was actually just asked on a podcast about comparison. Is there a healthy and is there a positive and negative comparison? And I said, well, actually, when I look at Kobe Bryant's work ethic, so I'm not a basketball player, right? So we can already, I mean, technically I, I actually can play pretty well, but I'm not, I'm not an NBA basketball player. I'm not in his industry. I'm not in his field. I'm not in his path. I'm not any of that stuff. What I do positively compare is his love of the game. Therefore, um, he inspires me for the work ethic around the love of what he's um, drawn to, his calling. God rest his soul. So I, that I think when you want to look for a positive comparison. Now, if we are comparing our worth and our value to another, stop. You don't know the facts. You don't know the details. You don't know behind the scenes. You don't know what they're going through. Anything can look good with branding. And on top of that, some people have been at it for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. You don't know their path. You cannot compare. No two souls have the same path. Might have a very similar vision, but no two souls have the same path. And it just as it says here, social media, we're carefully curated images of success and happiness. <coughs> You're capturing a, a brief, brief moment in time. What about all the moments you don't see? What about the days that the person didn't feel like getting up? What about when the person didn't feel like doing the work, right? All these things you have to take into consideration. So when you compare, you're looking outside yourself. You have to find this way of saying, this is my path. This is what I'm reining in. This is what I'm honing in on. These are where my blinders are. Good for you. I support you. I Whatever you need that makes you you, great. You have to constantly be in the pursuit of your path. And the fifth thing that I found was lack of self-compassion and self-love. So there you go. That would probably lead with the other four um, issues come into play or that can contribute to this. Many individuals struggle with self-compassion and self-love, often being overly critical of themselves or neglecting their own needs. Without a strong foundation of self-acceptance and self-care, it becomes difficult to believe in one's own worth and recognize the inherent value that exists within them. Let me tell you something. You have to love yourself the way you love others. You have to actually give yourself time, energy, attention, investment the way you give others. There is no other way. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. As I say, sorry, not sorry. Except, oh, I made a mistake there. Okay, what would I do better? I've even had, it's been, it's, it's funny. I've, once I had self-acceptance of whether they were mistakes or things I missed or, um, you know, uh, where I'm currently at and where I want to go to, it changed my response to other people. I remember I've, I even had clients where they say, well, you did this. And I'm like, first of all, thank, thank you so much. You don't have to uh, yell that at me. Um, when they, there's been a couple of times when they were very like outwardly, I'm like, I'm already aware of it. I was actually aware of it last week and here's how I've already corrected it. So my self-acceptance allowed me to get on top of it faster than anybody else. Why is this important? Because then when other people try to tell you what you are, you were already aware, you were already accepting, you were already loving, and you were already solving. So that by the time somebody tries to come at you with something, which, you know, 
if they're doing it from love, great. But if they're coming at you from like kind of a, you know, an attack mode, you now know how to handle it. Oh, thank you so much for bringing that to my attention. I was actually aware of it last week. It's already been taken care of. I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, or if they're attacking even more than that. Yeah, but you this, I'm like, no, no, I think I've already solved this. But if there's something in there that's bothering you, we can talk about that in, in on your side. You know, I've had to deal with this in business a lot, actually. And it's always interesting because a lot of times people are reflecting or, or projecting off of them because they may be actually struggling in their own department or their own set of tasks and they need heat off of them. I actually, this is how I actually ultimately learned because I was like, why am I being attacked all the time? And, I was, and then it forced me, right? Dark forced me to find light. And it forced me to think about um, always looking at how I'm doing in my own work, my own lane, my own everything. Let me love on myself. Let me have compassion for myself. Let me have acceptance for myself. And then, of course, let me care for myself. So care is also outside of the self-talk. Prayer, meditation, morning routines, uh, body exercises, um, you know, taking care of my health, taking care of my skin, taking care of my soul. So let's real quickly solve for, not real quickly, but like, how do we combat these five things? Well, okay, self-reflection and awareness. We've talked about this. Start by exploring your thoughts, beliefs, and patterns of self-judgment. Engage in self-reflection and become aware of the negative self-talk or limiting beliefs that contribute to feelings of unworthiness. Recognizing these patterns is the first step towards any kind of healing and acceptance. Here's what I, I recommend, and I do this. Five to 10 minutes in the morning, five to 10 minutes in the evening, just reflect. How am I doing? What do I need? What's going on? What can I pray for? What, what, what am I really needing most? At the end of the day, hey, what, um, how did I do? What can I do better? Um, and thank you for everything that I experienced today. Five to 10 minutes, morning and evening. You could also do five uh, prompts, uh, journal practice, which I've mentioned before, the five prompts. Morning intuition, feelings, and, um, and um, emotions. Like, what's going on? Just write freehanded for, like, half a page. Three things you want to accomplish today. This, the third thing is, um, what are you grateful for? The fourth thing is, anything fun that you can do for yourself today. And it can be even as simple as reading a book. Fifth thing is, who can I pray for and serve today? All right. Next thing you can do to try to solve some of these worthiness issues. Practice self-compassion. Cultivate self-compassion by treating yourself with kindness, understanding, and forgiveness. Embrace your imperfections and remind yourself that everyone makes mistakes. All right. I call this treat yourself like your own best friend theory. How you would be there and support your best friend, do that for yourself. And ask yourself questions out loud. And basically, you know, hey, what could you have done better? Okay, are you sorry? I'm sure you are. Great. What did you learn? How are you going to show up better next time? Talk to yourself the way you would talk to your best friend. Another thing is create a self-care routine. Journal out what you would, what would ground you in the morning and what would honor yourself at night. Just write out a self-care routine. What are all the things you could do for yourself? And then also I mentioned here, when you do the five to 10 minutes at night, ask yourself again, what went well today? What can I improve on? What am I grateful for? And what am I excited about? And then another thing that to solve your worthiness, challenge your negative beliefs. Identify and challenge the negative beliefs that undermine your worth. I say, make a list of what's bothering you, then flip them to their opposites. What's bothering you? Why is it bothering you? Probably because you're the opposite. Oh, I didn't like the way that the person treats me. Great, why? Oh, well, because I'm not really like that. Why? Well, because I just don't behave like that. Cool, what do you want? Well, 
I'd like to be around other people who also value that same value. Great. Are you writing that value down? Yes. Now it's a written down value. Use what you don't like. Use negative beliefs to flip it to the opposite. Also, look at your current environments. Are they uh, any? Are there any ones that you need to change? Can you add some new environments? You know, um, they'll give you a glimpse into which direction you want to change, right? So, are there environments you're in that you shouldn't be, that you need to get rid of? Are there other environments that are great but you want to add more to, or are there new environments that you want to create and cultivate for yourself? So you can start to understand which direction you even want to go in. Even if you're not sure what direction you want to go in right now, sometimes it's just about being around better and other people. Also, audit your energy in real time. When you speak with others, make a note of how you feel after speaking with them. Literally, I carry around like a mini journal or like notes on my phone. I'm often checking. I'm, I'm, I'm checking myself. I'm like, oh, like this feels good. Like this activity felt right. Oh, this type of meetup felt right. Oh, this time of day felt right. Um, I realize like this is all a lot, but like you're already giving everybody else the same energy. You don't even realize it or even giving convenience the same energy. You're worthy of doing this for yourself and you'll find your worthiness was always there. Also setting boundaries. What are your boundaries? What are your non-negotiables? What types of activities and people get, you know, a hell yes. Uh, and which characteristics, activities and experiences have proven more of a no. Pay attention to how people speak to you in any given moment. If they are not speaking out of respect, can you demonstrate how respect should look? And of course, finally, seek support. Um, there is a lot of uh, different ways you can approach this, right? You can be a part of a community. Do you have spiritual guidance or mentors? Do you have general life mentors? Do you have some great practitioners that can, you can trust your work on your health and mindset and healing with? Taking an active participation in your life or even a natural curiosity will automatically bring out the worthiness in you. I am telling you, the moment you make yourself the art, the project, the, the focus, the lane, the path, you will, you will see so much more confidence and worthiness that was always there in value that the contrast starts to become greater because when the external tries to kind of impinge on it, you're like, whoa, 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 do you know how much work I just did this week on myself? No, I'm, I'm cool. Like, <laughs> you, 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 need to, you need to stop right there. I mean, you don't necessarily say it like that out loud, but that's kind of how you're starting to feel the confidence inside. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you know how much work I just did this week on myself? Pump your brakes. Don't, you can't talk to me that way and you can't distract me like that. The relationship you have with yourself, that compassion, that um, reflection, that awareness, that work ethic, that integrity, that curiosity, that innate, you know, obsession with figuring yourself out will have you feeling worthy beyond you know you, anything including seasons that are much tougher where sometimes it's hard to scrap around to find it i love you guys i hope you found this helpful as always please leave a written review on apple it helps expand the awareness of the show and bring more people into our community i love you guys so much i appreciate all of the uh, feedback that constantly comes in and as always until next episode i'll see you soon thank you i'm out all right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. 
Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.